It's the final day of 2020, but not the final day of the pandemic, or a whole host of other ongoing issues we're all dealing with. However, either way, grab your black-eyed peas and get ready to celebrate however it is you do such things. It is December 31st, 2020, and this is the last edition of the year of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast, Newsletter, Bulletin, Report, whatever you want to call it. I'm still your host, either way, Sean Tubbs. On today's show, Virginia posts another one-day record for COVID cases, the Blue Ridge Health District builds a big tent for vaccinations, the Virginia Department of Health gives a briefing on vaccines, and Albemarle County government provides its own year in review. This show is the 120th episode of a program I've been producing since July 13th, and it builds on the dozens of episodes of the Charlottesville Quarantine Report I began in March. All of this is brought to you by the many people who have made a financial contribution this year to support the daily information I put together for the general public, and I sincerely appreciate it. And every new Substack subscriber or Patreon supporter helps me feel like I've made the right choice this year. I will continue into 2021 and beyond, and you all have my sincere thanks for making that an option. And to those who haven't paid, well, that's okay. Just make sure you send the work along to others so we can grow the audience together. The final day of the year brings the highest case one-day count yet in Virginia, with 5,239 new cases reported by the Commonwealth's Department of Health. There have been another 48 deaths reported, bringing the total now to 5,032 in Virginia since March. The seven-day average for positive PCR tests is now at 13.2%, the highest figure that has been in many months. In the Blue Ridge Health District, there are another 125 new cases today, the second highest one-day total. That includes 52 from Albemarle, 21 from Charlottesville, 19 from Louisa, 15 from Fluvanna, 13 from Green, and 5 from Nelson. In a moment, we'll hear from Ryan McKay of the Blue Ridge Health District on plans to expand the number of vaccinations administered locally. But first, members of the press had the opportunity yesterday to ask detailed questions of the person heading up Virginia's COVID vaccination efforts. Dr. Christy Gray is the director of the Immunization Division at the Virginia Department of Health. As of this morning, December 30th, Virginia has received approximately 285,000 vaccine doses from two manufacturers and uh, has um, administered 54,295 doses to people in the Commonwealth. However, Gray said Virginia had expected to have 370,000 doses by the end of the year, today, but failed to meet that goal due to logistical issues. Still, she said doses were distributed. 18 Virginia hospitals received the initial shipment of the Pfizer vaccine the week of December 18th, and and dispersing those shipments of 72,125 doses to our frontline healthcare workers. Virginia also received approximately 140,000 doses of Moderna vaccine in the week of December 23rd, and both the previously approved Pfizer vaccine and Moderna vaccines are being distributed to a total of 96 uh, sites geographically throughout the Commonwealth. Gray said Operation Warp Speed has estimated Virginia will get about 100,000 doses total of both vaccines each week for the month of January. 
So far, the federal public-private partnership has failed to meet those expectations. The actual amount of the vaccine received in Virginia is a moving target and is, is dependent on when and how quickly vaccination doses are manufactured. Currently, we are in phase 1A, where vaccines are to be reserved for frontline health care workers and residents of long care facilities. This week, some employees of the Blue Ridge Health District received the shot. Across Virginia, the first long-term care residents are to have received the vaccine on site. Gray pointed people in the direction of the new BDH vaccination dashboard, but said the numbers posted would lag behind the actual numbers. The next decision point is to determine who exactly in Phase 1B and 1C will be in line to receive the vaccine. Virginia is awaiting recommendations from the Virginia Unified Command and the Virginia Disaster Medical Advisory Committee to make final recommendations on priority groups 1B and 1C. That could happen by the end of the week. During the question and answer period, reporters wanted to know why there were delays in getting the vaccine distributed. Gray acknowledged that the process has been slow. Dealing with new systems and operations at this scale, it is expected to be slower but we, um, at the beginning, but we are expecting to uh, in- increase our efficiency over time. And um, I-, I-, I would like to state that 47,000 doses in two weeks is not a small number, and we are proud of our Virginia providers for accomplishing that. Locally, vaccinations will be administered in the parking lot of the former Kmart at the intersection of US-29 and Hydraulic Road. Ryan McKay is the director of policy for the Blue Ridge Health District. So on Monday, we begin uh, providing access to phase 1A. Um, so it's really non-hospital affiliated healthcare providers. And we're really working on um, that access for EMS providers for um, uh, individuals who work in dialysis uh, centers and then uh, through uh, Region 10 where their staff are working in the residential facilities. This will begin the mass vaccination campaign that the Blue Ridge Health District will run. They're doing so with assistance from Red Light Management and the Bama Works Fund of the Dave Matthews Band. Skyline Tent will build a temporary structure under which the vaccines will be administered for several months in a large, roomy space that will allow for physical distancing. We established this relationship um, really quickly. I think we met with them on site a week ago yesterday and talked about a a few different options. And then um, based on what they were able to provide, this modular structure will be put up over the course of the next couple of days. And then we'll open it up next week. Um, And that really allows us to maximize our staff capacity and really get people in and out um, as efficiently, safely, and as effective as possible. Um, One of the rate limiting factors in all of this is that people have to wait 15 to 20 minutes after they get vaccinated to to ensure that they're not going to have a severe adverse reaction like anaphylactic shock. However, such incidents have so far been rare. McKay said there will be neighborhood-level clinics as well, as more and more vaccine doses are provided. This is something we're going to stay on top of throughout 2021, and hopefully not beyond. 
It's the last day of 2020, and Albemarle County has released a 15-minute video that reflects on what local government has been up to this year. Hi, I'm Jeff Richardson, and I'm the county executive for Albemarle County Government. The video was to have been shown to the Board of Supervisors at their final meeting of the year, but an ice storm that day ended the meeting early. A lot of the work that has taken place over this very challenging year, specifically related to COVID, the pandemic, and the response responsibilities that our government has faced over the past year. In addition to that, I hope... The video also mentioned what many consider one of the most important actions taken by the Albemarle Board of Supervisors this year. Here's Siri Russell, the county's director of equity and inclusion a months-long community engagement process, the Board of Supervisors voted to remove the Confederate monument known as At Rebbe from Court Square. So many departments came together to pull this off. So many individuals went above and beyond um, to really create a community moment that was safe, engaging, inclusive, and ultimately effective. There's also an update from the Office of Housing. Here's Philip Holbrook, Housing Program Manager. This year we've been busy. Uh, we've been able to accomplish a lot even in the midst of COVID. Uh, the HCV 90 is probably one of our biggest program pushes that we've been doing, which is an ongoing program that we've had for years. However, we've been uh, expanding the number of, of local families that we've been able to provide subsidies to through our Housing Choice Voucher Program. 90 new families are going to receive vouchers by the end of 2020. So that's 90 new families who can be in homes. Take a look at the full video to learn more about what the various departments in Albemarle have been up to. Let's close it out with Jeff Richardson. In closing, it's been an unbelievable year. We have a phenomenal community that is very resilient, and we have an organization that continues to be prepared to serve our citizens and residents of this county. I could not be more proud of our organization. I wish you the best, and we all are excited about 2021. Thank you. And that's it for this installment of the Charlottesville Engagement News Quarantine Pandemic Extravaganza Bonanza, or whatever I'm going to call it tomorrow. <sighs> Actually, that was kind of a blooper, wasn't it? Let's close out the year with no more appeals to anything. It's look, it's time to it's time to kick back and have some fun. So, we're going to close out with some memorable flubs uh, from this year. Uh, happy New Year to everybody. I will not be doing a show tomorrow. I'm going to take a break. I'll be back on Monday with a show that I'm already putting together. Uh, happy New Year. Uh, if you would like to comment on anything, please do. Please do share this content with other people. Uh, but please don't share them this flubs. If you've listened to this point, this next part is just for fun. In a time when there hasn't been much fun. Thank you to everybody who has listened this year. Thank you to everybody who has subscribed. Uh, it's going to be a hard year. 2021 is not necessarily saying that things are going to be better, um, but we are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this. And thank you very much for your time, and Happy New Year. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper yesterday. <laughs> One nearby resident has set up a Facebook group called 
North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper announced yesterday new mask requirements due to mounting cases in our neighborhood. The big technology so providers don't care what you have to say. It's just like the, the, the grown-up characters in, in, in Peanuts. Just <laughs> is what they hear. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper yesterday announced new mask requirements due to rising cases in our neighborhood. Percent positivity is at 4.8% in the Blue Ridge Health District. In... <laughs> North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper announced <laughs> Roy, Roy G. Biv, the seven-day average for new daily cases reported per runtime blah, 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 blah. On Tuesday, the Thomas Jefferson Planning District held a webinar on the topic. On the topic? I love, I love, I love webinars on topics. Blogger said his dream is that one day the Commonwealth Corridor will provide consistent east-west rail service. Whale service? Blogger said his dream is uh, stretched. Uh, a short week, a short edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and newsletter for Monday, November 23rd, 2020. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, for a quick look at what's happened and what's coming up. Donaldson said so far, wild crossings are rare. <clears throat> Donaldson said, Donaldson said that so far, wildlife crossings are rare. All requested information, slowly and clearly. Today in meetings, the Charlottesville City Council will hold a bird block. The city of Lynchburg. I'm trying to communicate, are you there? WIP, the RRBC, TJPDC, CAPER, the RSA, RWSA, CAPER. I'm trying to communicate, are you there? Hi. Okay, I found a I found a button I didn't know I had. Promise Jesus, you. he's gone out for four minutes. Hi, Jim. Hi, Marsha. 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 Hi, Marsha. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Jim. Hello, I'm unmuted. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, and you can hear me? Yes, it was like you all were telling some really funny joke in a language of silence. Um, everybody was laughing and nothing was coming out. So that was awkward for me. Yeah, that must have been frustrating. <laughs>